Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All of that to remind you where the Chiefs were exactly two years ago on the Monday following the Super Bowl in Tampa. The 2020 season, the grand finale with very few fans, though there were some at Raymond James Stadium. It was the COVID year. The Buccaneers, Tom Brady, his final Super Bowl win. But really, it was more about the defense than it was about the offense. That Buccaneers defensive front, and really the front seven of the Bucks, had a field day against the Chiefs' offensive line. Pressure on Mahomes, forcing him into a couple of really bad interceptions. It was very lopsided. And Mahomes had said repeatedly over the course of the run-up to Super Bowl 57 as the Chiefs returned, that if they won this game, it would be so much sweeter than their first win following the 19 season because he knew how painful it was to lose. By far, he said there'd be no comparison. This Super Bowl win would be so much sweeter because they tasted that defeat in 2020. So they rebuild the offensive line. They don't make the Super Bowl. Remember losing to the Bengals in the AFC Championship. They don't make the Super Bowl after the 21 season. And then they lose Tyreek Hill. And Tyreek spent his entire offseason telling everyone that he now was playing with the most accurate quarterback in the NFL. And every now and then giving his opinion that the Chiefs' offense would suffer because he was gone. And so the Chiefs turn over almost their entire wide receiver room. And they didn't stop even when they kicked off the season. They were adding pieces. So yes, Juju Smith-Schuster and Marquez Valdez-Scantling coming from Pittsburgh and Green Bay. But they also added Canarius Tony. Before the trade deadline, they were working pieces in. Isaiah Pacheco really didn't find his stride until the second half of the season. Sky Moore, another fellow rookie. Gosh, what I remember about him in the first part of the season is that he kept dropping punts. Kept muffing them in the worst possible situations. But with Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey... And an offensive line with a lot of experience, a real cohesive unit, this offense got better and better. And it gave those young receivers 
time to mature, time to grow into their roles, time to get used to Patrick Mahomes. There was one moment on the broadcast that I thought was was fun. It was after one of those unconventional plays. Maybe it was after uh, the guys do ring around the rosy when they broke the huddle. I don't remember exactly when it was. But at some point in the second half, Greg Olson notes on the Fox, Fox broadcast that this offensive line is conditioned to be ready for a Patrick Mahomes that freelances, that makes it up as he goes along. It's not easy to do. But this Chiefs group has figured it out. And that's what you do. You adjust to an MVP quarterback. You don't expect the quarterback to adjust to you. Give Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy credit because they have tailored their system to Patrick Mahomes and to his skill set. And man, it's fun to watch. There is no doubt he is the most valuable player in the M- in the NFL. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. I feel like we saved the best for the top of the hour. When last we left our heroes, <laughs> like some dramatic program, they were tied at 35. Five minutes and 15 seconds to go in the fourth quarter of Super Bowl 57. You can find me on Twitter, A-Law Radio, or our Facebook page, After Hours with Amy Lawrence, asking you to fill in the blank. Super Bowl 57 was what? Oh, so simple. We try to keep it simple, stupid. Well, not that you're stupid, but that we're stupid. Oh, no. I I can't call producer Jay stupid. Never mind. <laughs> I'm like Patrick Mahomes. I laugh when I'm nervous or uncomfortable or say something really dumb in an awkward situation. <laughs> so why don't I just go back to the football game, okay? 35-35, Kansas City's got the ball after Jalen's third rushing touchdown and the two-point conversion, knotted at 35. Once again, buckle the heck up because we have no idea what's in store, only that we have potentially saved the best for the final five minutes of the NFL season. And once again, as we saw most of the second half, Mahomes is mixing in Isaiah Pacheco, and then, a, and then a, a receiver. Isaiah Pacheco and then Juju. Isaiah Pacheco and then Travis Kelsey. And actually, he didn't get a whole lot of work. It was not till late in the second half when we saw him catch another ball. So the Eagles definitely adjusted their defense on the great tight end. The Chiefs have a first down at the 43-yard line. And what did Travis Kelsey say after the game? MV Pat. Game tied, 35 apiece. Pacheco's the running back. Tony comes in motion. Here comes pressure to the outside. As Mahomes steps up, he's going to scramble. He's at the 40, bad ankle, 30, bad ankle, 20. Tackle from behind down to the Eagle, 18-yard line, a 25-yard scramble. What bad ankle. He is limping back to the huddle. Don't tell me, don't underestimate how tough Patrick Mahomes is. Kaiser White, the ex-charger, tackled him from behind. The Chiefs have first down and 10 at the Eagle 18-yard line with 2.23 to go in the game, and the game tied 35-35. Toughest son of a gun you ever you ever met, man. That Texas, that Texas gunslinger ain't going to let nothing get in the way. 
That is Travis Kelsey's assessment of his quarterback. I'm literally watching the run right now on one of the TVs in front of me. Just under three minutes to go in the fourth quarter. And Mahomes, did you see him kick it into high gear? The man was high-stepping. This wasn't the old man shuffle. This was him actually running as fast as he could on a high ankle sprain, no less. So 26 yards up the gut. And once he got through that line of defense, he had a lot of green grass and a lot of fresh air or clean air, as they say in NASCAR, a lot of clean air in front of him. And so they get you a third and eight. And this is a play that, of course, or a moment, I should say, it's not really a play. This is a moment that people will be talking about. Don't fall into the trap. Don't take the clickbait. Third and 18 on the 15-yard line. It's a trap. It's a trap. Third and eight. 154 to go. In regulation. 35-35. McKinnon to the right. Mahomes in the gun. Three receivers right. One left. Mahomes takes the snap. He's back. He is firing, and it is incomplete, but there's a penalty flag thrown. The pass was intended for Smith-Schuster on the far side of the field, but the flag came, and I think it's going to be defensive holding against the Eagles. You are right. It's a double move on the outside. Smith-Schuster. Prior to the pass, holding number 24. Defense. Five-yard penalty. I mean, that's not up for my judgment, you know. I, I was hoping he would let it go, but of course, you know, he's a ref. It's a big game, um, and it was, it was a hold, so they called it. That is the voice of James Bradbury. We highlight that moment only because people are going to bitch about it. From now through Monday into Tuesday, James Bradbury says, yes, it was a hold. I was hoping they would let it go. I was hoping that the official wouldn't call it. And I'll just say one more time, because I'm not going to belabor the point. If it's a hold, the officials have to call it. If they see it, they have to call it. They actually missed one earlier in the game where, and I don't remember who it was, it's not worth looking up, where an Eagles defender had a handful of jersey in the back of a Chiefs receiver who was breaking downfield. But if you see it, you have to call it. It's blatant. And they were isolated. It was a one-on-one over there on the left side going down toward the corner. I mean, you're doing it right out there in the open for multiple officials to see. It's interesting that much of the narrative around this is that, yes, it was a hold, but it shouldn't have been called because of the time and the late stage of the game. And I'll just say again, if you ask officials to determine when they should make these calls, then you're asking them to use bias. What, after four minutes to go in the game, they just stop calling holding? Come on. They're not supposed to be making calls based on time and score. They're not supposed to be making calls based on uniform color. You cannot ask them to put all that aside and show a lack of integrity because we're inside of two minutes to go. No, they need to call the game the same all the time. Do they miss them? Sure. But you can't honestly expect an official 
to not make a call because it's the late stages of the fourth quarter. Again, that's asking him to put aside his integrity. It's asking him to use bias. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. So, yes, it's an incomplete. The pass is thrown way over the head of Juju Smith-Schuster. And I know that the hold happened really before the defense got to Patrick Mahomes, but he was under pressure. He didn't have any opportunities or anybody that he could go to. So it ended up being uh, really almost a double whammy for James Bradbury because he did not need to hold. The ball was uncatchable. It it, unlikely that Mahomes was going to be able to get him anyway, though you never know. He could have maybe had an extra break or gotten a little farther downfield and Mahomes could have seen him. And so in that moment, it goes from being a third down and an incomplete to being a first down. And yes, that changed how the Chiefs played the last minute and 54 seconds, minute and 44 seconds. With that first down, Andy Reid, the Chiefs coaching staff, they're able to run the clock out and leave just mere seconds on the board for their kicker, who had missed earlier in the game. The veteran who's played in more postseason games than any other Chief tied with Travis Kelsey. Townsend will hold it. 11 seconds left in Super Bowl 57, 35-35 tie. The kick is good, and Kansas City leads 38-35 with eight seconds to go in regulation in Super Bowl 57. Bunker for what could be and should be the winning three points. The ball is spotted, the kick is up, and the kick is good. And the Chiefs lead... 38 to 35 with eight seconds remaining. Oh, can you imagine the relief for Harrison Butker? And he had time to think about it, too, because they took a couple of snaps to run time off the clock and get it down as far as they possibly could. And so and so poor Harrison Butker standing over there thinking about all the things that could go wrong. Or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe he's like Evan McPherson, the rookie for the Bengals last year, who was standing on the sidelines telling his teammates that it was a good day to win the AFC championship. He's got ice in his veins. <laughs> and so Harrison Butker lines up, everything perfect. Olsen's talking about the slippery conditions with the paint on the field. Nah, right through the uprights. Mitch Holt is on Chiefs Radio, Merrill Reese on Eagles Radio. There were a few seconds left, but not enough time really for the Eagles to get anything done. They only had one snap and one Hail Mary attempt, but we can't even really call it that. Because of Jalen's shoulder, he he heaved the ball as far as he could, but I don't even think the ball went 40 yards. Um, So we know he wasn't 100%. Neither was Patrick Mahomes. Ultimately, That's not how the game was lost. The Chiefs, their offense, taking advantage of every opportunity, spreading the ball around, mixing the run and pass, it was efficient. It was methodical. They scored on every possession in the second half. And once again, not only do they hoist the Vince Lombardi trophy, but they do it after being down by 10 points in the second half. Andy Reid gets yet another Gatorade bath. Lots of hugs for his offensive coordinator, his other coaches. I'm not sure if you all heard the interview right after 
the final gun right after the Chiefs had started spilling onto the field, the confetti's falling from State Farm in, in, in there in Glendale. And Andy Reid says into the microphone right there on the field that the credit has to go to his offensive line. So he, he names offensive line first, Patrick Mahomes. And then he says, and my off, well, he, he didn't say the OC. He says, Eric Bieniemy, who he called phenomenal also. Andy Reid didn't even want to take the credit. He wanted to make sure to highlight the guys around him. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'll give the credit to the big old line and to Pat Mahomes. And all those guys around him. Eric Bieniemy was phenomenal also. <laughs> Eric Bieniemy was phenomenal also. And do you know he mentioned Bieniemy again on the podium or on the stage? Kind of feel like he's trying to promote his OC as much as possible. Which I think is really kind. And he doesn't need to do that. But recognizing that Bieniemy has been passed over for so many other jobs. Good for you, Andy Reid. In that moment, thinking about someone other than yourself. All right, so coming up, we'll get the post-game reaction from the Chiefs, from the Eagles. Want you to fill in the blank. Super Bowl 57 was what? And I don't care what part you highlight. How about Rihanna? First time in NFL history, we've had a Super Bowl halftime show pregnancy reveal. Did you have favorite ads? Or not favorite ads. Super Bowl 57 in the books. We've got all the reaction here. And I'd love to hear from you on Twitter, A-Law Radio, also on our Facebook page. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. The Philadelphia Eagles, the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, Hertz will be in the gun. Chiefs have got the lead on the field goal. 36-yard line of Philly. Shotgun snap to Hertz. Dropping back, only one person rushing. Hertz looking, standing still, winding up. Long pass. It lands at the 20. No one is there. Zeros on the clock. It's over. It's over. The Chiefs have won. The Chiefs have won Super Bowl 57. On a game-winning field goal. 
trailing at 10. At the halftime stop, 24-14, they go on to win 38-35. What a game. Spectacular in every way, and the red and gold confetti flying in the air. The Chiefs are Super Bowl champions. It was just everybody. It didn't come from one person. Everybody said we had to step our game up. Our defense played their ass off in that second half. Um, in our offense, we, we found a way. Man, I just want to thank everybody, man. Everybody on this team, man, we battled. Oh, sorry for my language. Hey, get this man right here. I know you're emotional. Man, one of y'all said the Chiefs were going to take it home this year. Not a single one. Feel that. Feel it. And on top of that, next time the Chiefs say something, put some respect on our name. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. I can't help it. I think the Kelseys are hysterical. Wait until you hear what Jason had to say about their upcoming podcast, which I will be listening to from start to finish. Travis Kelsey is a firecracker, and he gets the upper hand, or his team gets the upper hand in bragging rights at the Kelsey table for the next year. Did you see Mama out there on the field, pregame, sitting with Roger Goodell during the game, though I'm assuming not the whole time, poor Papa Kelsey, and then hugging both of her sons on the field after the game. Right after Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey did that joint interview with Aaron Andrews on Fox, Travis turns around and his brother is right there. So his brother had been looking for him in that confetti storm. And as Travis turns away from the microphone, his brother is literally standing right behind him. We cannot repeat what Jason said to his brother when they met at halftime, but it ended with congratulations. You jabroni! <laughs> it's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. I just saw this post on Facebook. I have to share this with you. We're asking you to fill in the blank. Super Bowl 57 was what? David says... <laughs> Wait, do you think he actually watched the game that we watched? Snooze Fest in the second half. Oh, you mean the second half when the Chiefs scored every time they had the ball and it was tied at 35 with five minutes to go in the Super Bowl? That second half? I don't, th- I don't even think any part of that game was a snooze. No, fight. no, it wasn't. But shit, it wasn't. But either way, like, I don't – I feel like maybe he was watching a different game. Maybe he was thinking NFC Championship? Maybe he had NFL Network on and it was an old rerun of like the <laughs> Patriots. Like a Super Bowl from seven years the, ago? Yeah, the Broncos, the Super Bowl, I don't know. Okay. It's after oh, hours sorry. here on CBS Sports Radio. So Clark Hunt getting to hoist that Lombardi trophy for the second time in four years. What a beautiful trophy. And we couldn't have done it without one of the best coaches in the history of the National Football League, Andy Reid. And what an amazing performance today by Patrick Mahomes and his teammates. So that's Clark Hunt once again on Fox. The entire post-game or podium uh, from out there on the field was shared on Fox. And, of course, we got the Travis Kelsey, you got to fight for your right. And then he shuts up and the crowd fills in to party. It actually Right, but the crowd was doing it. There were Chiefs fans on the field at that point, and media, they're milling around. Uh, his teammates, they they yelled the to party. And actually, 
Clarkon's wife is behind him finishing the sentence <laughs> from up there on the dais. It was pretty funny. That is his signature. Anything but jabroni, because I'm I'm good with the the jabroni thing. So Andy Reid, how did they flip the script in the second half? Listen, we were right there. I don't have to motivate these guys too much. They're they're uh, they're, they're very motivated. Uh, to do well, and we were down by ten points, so it's not that it's not that much. Um, <laughs> with nah. The way our defense plays and shutting people down, and and the way our offense plays by scoring points, so it's just a matter of straightening out a couple things. And um, the guys always believe; they never don't believe. Um, they always think they're in the game. Well, that's true, and that comes with experience. It's not necessary, but it does help. It gives you confidence. That no matter how far down you are, you can dig yourself out of that hole. Not sure if you guys remember the first playoff run or the first run to their Super Bowl going back four years ago. They were down 24 nothing at home to Deshaun Watson and the Houston Texans. Second quarter, and they came all the way back and won. That really began the demise of the Texans. It's been a long, steep decline since then. They trailed the Niners in that Super Bowl by 10 points. In fact, every one of their playoff games on the road to their first Super Bowl win in 50 years, they trail by double figures. And I'm not saying that's optimal, only that if you have been in those situations before over and over again, you don't panic. And the young guys, the rookies, they take the tone from the veterans. And so while experience may not be the determining factor, It helps because there's no freaking out. It's steady, steady and onward. Make your adjustments. Take the ball in the second half to start. Score right away and know it's a three-point game. Regardless of what happened in the first half, we're nearly back to even. And also, did you see Frank Clark go berserk? on the sidelines, screaming at his teammates. Firing them up. Telling them to get their rears in gear. I'm paraphrasing. So whether it's Patrick Mahomes, whether it's other members of this team that are veterans, in this case, it was Frank Clark. Just lighting up his teammates. Getting them fired up. And the second half was a complete and total shift. So Andy Reid... 10 playoff wins with the Eagles until he was let go. Picked up days later by the Chiefs and now has his second Super Bowl win. I love Philadelphia. I love my time in Philadelphia. Um, Phenomenal people. And we had some great years. Um, And so I I, I left the organization on a positive note with Jeff Lurie and really everybody there. Um, So... Um, my, and there's still three of their real good players. There's still guys that I, <clears throat> excuse me, that I had a chance to coach, and I'm so proud of them for the careers that they've had. So um, it's a great city. It's a great city, um, as is Kansas City. Been very fortunate, man. Very, very fortunate. Mm. Always, when Andy Reid is asked about his quarterback, somehow he finds new ways to speak of Patrick Mahomes. And in this particular game. Mahomes, who does win his second 
Super Bowl MVP to go along with his second league MVP award. It was a slow start for him for the offense, but 21 of 27 for 182 passing yards, another 44 rushing yards, the majority coming on that first down run up the gut. Three touchdowns. Two of them coming in the fourth quarter, and then he engineers the game-winning drive for the field goal. Although I feel like we have to give credit to Kadarius Toney for nearly busting loose for a punt return touchdown because if you can't score from, I don't know, three yards out, something's wrong. (laughs) It definitely was a total team effort. But Reed loves to rave about his, I feel like we have to call him old grizzled veteran quarterback now. He grew up in a locker room. He's seen the greats. And he strives to be the greatest. I mean, without saying anything, that's the way he works. I mean, he wants to be the greatest player ever. That's, that's what he wants to do. And that's the way he goes about his business. And he does it humbly. You know, I mean, there's no bragging. Uh, he could stand up here and give you the, the, these stats that are incredible that he's had. But he never, he's never going to do that. That's just not him. And so uh, we, appreciate, we appreciate that. And then when it's time for the guys around to raise their game, he helps them with that. He's one of these great, the great quarterbacks make everybody around him better, including the head coach. So he's, he's done a heck of a job. Patrick Mahomes, also very complimentary of Andy Reid. We'll hear him after the break. But Nick Sirianni had to face his defeated locker room minutes after this one was done. The San Francisco game, we talked a lot about, you know, that we knew we were physically tough, and I just wanted... This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. To remind them how mentally tough they were. So going into that game, we talked about some failures that we had in our lives that we've overcome to get into the position that we were in last week and into, obviously into this position that we're in this week. So I just reminded them of that, that... You know, all the, the things that we've went through in our lives that, you know, was, was something that was adversity that we'll overcome this too because, uh, you know, the type of guys that we have in there that we'll use this to motivate motivate us, we'll use this pain, we'll use this failure to motivate us so we can make it a strength. 
one of my one of my moments that I noted pregame. I'm sure you all noted it as well. Nick Sirianni with tears running down his face as Chris Stapleton is singing the national anthem. That was poignant. Thought it was powerful. We haven't even gotten to my ancillary elements that I took notes about. It's the first time ever I've taken notes about the, the commercials. So top of the hour, we'll look at some of the other Super Bowl elements that people who are more casual fans care about, that my fourth and fifth graders were talking about. Uh, on Sunday morning, they were all excited about the parties and the amount of food that they were going to eat as their families were hosting <laughs> Super Bowl parties. So, yes, top of the hour, we'll go halftime show, pregame, and also the ads. If you want to tell me what you thought of Rihanna, tell me what you thought of some of the ads, what were your favorites. I certainly love to hear from you, A-Law Radio, or our Facebook page, After Hours with Amy Lawrence. But ahead, Patrick Mahomes. The Kelsey brothers and Jalen Hurts. Super Bowl 57. One on a field goal with eight seconds to go as Kansas City plays those final five minutes to perfection. So no more talk about how Andy Reid is terrible when it comes to clock management. (laughs) He played it perfectly. And so did Isaiah Pacheco falling down short of the goal line so that they were able to run out the clock in those final two minutes. That was beautiful. 855-212-4227. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. My 11th Super Bowl postgame show. What? You are listening to the After Hours podcast. The Philadelphia Eagles. The Kansas City Chiefs. Six seconds left in Super Bowl 57 regulation. Hertz takes the snap. The Chiefs only rushing two on a delay. Clock is going to be out of time, and the pass is going to be underthrown. It's incomplete. It's incomplete. Everyone, everyone who claims the Chiefs' kingdom will raise a banner above the National Football League again for the second time in four seasons. The Lombardi Trophy has a red and gold reflection, a big red reflection. The Chiefs are champions of Super Bowl 57. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Asking you to fill in the blank Super Bowl 57 was what? And if you want to make it about the commercials or about the food, uh, if you don't know what we ate for Super Bowl 57, actually, I think Producer Jay changed. Uh, I think what's in our YouTube video is not what Producer Jay ate for his Super Bowl fair, but you'll have to take that up with him. Uh, we did our last episode of our Super 6 video series on our menus for the Super Bowl Sunday. The average American consumes 2,400 calories at their Super Bowl parties or their Super Bowl meals. Uh, I don't think I had quite that many, but I did stick to my plan. And I had an appetizer, a main dish, 
and dessert. And so that's what I was doing for hours before the game kicked off. I was tired of thinking about pregame and storylines. So instead, I was cooking and I was baking, and it was delicious. Uh, if you haven't seen it, the video's up on our YouTube channel, and the link is there on both Twitter and Facebook. Uh, but we're asking you what you think. Super Bowl 57 was what? And you can fill in the blank. Uh, Liz on Facebook, a tale of two games definitely kept you guessing. Yes, in fact, that was true. Mitch Holtis with the final call on Chiefs Radio. We heard from Andy Reid, a little bit from Nick Sirianni. We'll get more from the coaches as we move forward, but time to let you hear from the two quarterbacks, like Patrick Mahomes. And his offensive line in front of him was... I don't want to say impenetrable because that wasn't true. Mahomes did have to move around, but up for the challenge. How about that? Against a highly touted, bruising physical front. The defensive line for the Eagles that had four guys with at least 10 sacks. That had never happened in history before. But the Eagles did not sack Patrick Mahomes, even though they were the best in the league in terms of sacking the opposing quarterback. And actually, the Chiefs offensive line cleared the way for 158 rushing yards. So Mahomes will take that. And he knows they were here in the talk. They took it a little personal, man. I mean, they, they had one of the greatest D-lines of all time. Yeah. And one, and they have one of the greatest offensive lines of all time. And we, we, we respect that, and I've, I give them their kudos. But we believe we have a great offensive line as well. And I think those guys got caught up with getting asked every single week what they were going to do against this defensive line. And they took it as a challenge. And uh, they, they responded, and we told them early in the week. I said, if y'all play great, we'll win this football game. And they did. Patrick Mahomes on NFL Network following this win. He says he's going to Disneyland after this victory. He already went to Disney World, now taking his family to Disneyland, which, of course, is in Anaheim. Uh, Mahomes was also asked about them having to replace a good portion of their receiving core. The secondary was a lot of young players. In fact, a bunch of rookies in the secondary. Uh, and yet here they are, Super Bowl champions again. I worked out a little bit longer on some of those off-season workouts. Uh, uh, we, I feel like we hear that a lot. I mean, we have a great division that we play against, so there's a lot of great players that are always challenging us. I think that's what makes us so good in the playoffs. And so uh, we knew losing Tyreek was going to hurt, but I trusted in Coach Reed's plan, Brett Veach's plan, Clark Hunt's plan, and uh, those key leaders I was talking about that have been on this team for a while, they stepped up and led these young guys, and now we got a lot of young guys that won the Super Bowl for the first time, so how can we keep those guys hungry? Again, on NFL Network, a lot of people were scoffing at Travis Kelsey saying that nobody, and I mean nobody, said the Chiefs were going to win the Super Bowl, blah, blah, blah. I'm paraphrasing. He was using hyperbole, of course. But you have to be using selective retention or, or selective memory if you do not recall how people were burying the Chiefs in the AFC West after Russell Wilson went to Denver after the Raiders got Josh McDaniels and Devontae Adams and beefed up their defense, and after the Chargers, with another year of Justin Herbert, also made additions to their defense, it was expected to be a much tougher road for the Chiefs. They end up winning their division for the seventh consecutive time, hosting their fifth AFC championship game in a row. And while it was anything but easy against the Bengals or against the Eagles, they're battle tested. And when you've got veterans who've been through the fire, 
both the winning and the losing, the succeeding and the failing, it's a little bit easier to bring younger guys along. Mahomes very generous in his compliments. And he had a lot of really amazing comments for Jalen Hurts following the game. If there was any doubters left, there, there shouldn't be now. I mean, the way he stepped up on this stage um, and ran through the ball, whatever it took for his team to win, I mean, that was a special performance. That I, I, don't want to get lo- I don't want it to get lost in, the, in the, the loss that they had. I mean, even whenever we got all the momentum in that game and, and we went up eight points in the fourth quarter, for him to respond and move his team right down the football field and run it in himself for the two-point conversion, it was a special performance by him, man. And, uh, I mean, it, you make sure you appreciate that when you look back on this game. You either win or you learn. That's how I feel. You either win or you learn. So, you know, as always, uh, win, lose, or draw, I always reflect on the things that I could have done better, uh, things we could have done better to try and take um, take that next step. And yeah, that, that'll, that'll be the same process that goes on now. We lost. We came in to win, came up short, so... You know, it's um, it's something that I know that'll motivate me. Um, I've been here before. That's the beautiful thing about it. So I'll figure it out. So Jalen Hurts sounds a lot like Patrick Mahomes after the Chiefs lost their Super Bowl a couple seasons ago. He used it as motivation. He used it as fuel. The great ones always do. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. I promised you some of the Kelsey brothers. And Travis comes out with the ring, but also shed some tears talking about his brother post-game. You joke around all the time and say that you want to be your brother in the biggest stage ever, but it's um, it's, a, it's a weird feeling. It's a weird feeling. And that team that... Uh, that team had great leadership, great coaches. Obviously, at the it came down to the end, and uh, we got all the respect in the world for those Eagles, man. But um, there's nothing really I could say to him other than I love him, and uh, and he and he played a hell of a year, a hell of a season. Really, really happy for Trav. You know, played his ass off. Um, that team deserves everything they had coming to him. They've earned it. Got a lot of respect for everybody in that organization. Um, there's a lot of people in that organization that gave me my start in this league including the head coach, Andy Reid. So, obviously, would have liked to win, but, you know, happy for Trav, for sure. Going to be an awkward podcast. But. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this week's podcast. What are the chances that they spend the first 30 minutes talking about nothing to do with football? Because after they both were winners of their conference championships. I listened to their podcast, 90 minutes. It took them 32 minutes just to get to the football game. Other than, hey, we're both going to the Super Bowl and it's being called the Kelsey Bowl. It took them 30 minutes to get to the ins and outs. So maybe I have to skip ahead uh, 30 minutes. We'll hear more from the Kelseys. Mama Kelsey out there on the field. Man, she was decked out too. She had a custom made outfit for Super Bowl 57. We're asking you on Twitter or Facebook to fill in the blank. Super Bowl 57 was what? Joe on Twitter says, wildly entertaining on many levels. All right. What levels? Let's hear it. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.